What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. What is up, everybody? Today's episode, I dove back in. I wrote something. I've never seen Weekend at Bernie's. You guys hear that cricket? Maybe you can't. Anyways, <clears throat> I've never seen Weekend of Bernie's. I rewrote it. We read my script. It's so it. I had a great time. I, Dave Ross came back on. Mike Carosa came back on. Two, two, you know, stalwarts. Two, two, two pod guests that I love having come hang out with us are back on here today. So Dave and Mike are back. Um, and I've never seen Weekend of Bernie's. Just haven't. So wrote it down. Wrote what I think that is. And we, you know how the podcast works. Um, to tell you, I rewrote it. We read the script. Eventually. A lot of riffing. Hot, heavy riff day, pod day. But so, such a good, I, it just kind of felt like the, like it been a long, we haven't recorded an episode in a few weeks, and so it felt good to get back into that, and it felt good to hang out with some buds, and it was a nice time. I think you're going to enjoy it a lot. I appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, for everything. Thank you. We got a Patreon. If you want to get these episodes early, you can do that. Patreon.com slash never seen it. It's only a few bucks a month. Uh, and we're on this Discord. I'm going to start running some shows, I think, even on there, on the Discord. So you want to check that out. TinyURL.com slash never seen it Discord. <clears throat> you can check that out there or find us on Instagram and Twitter at never seen it show. And we got links in all of the respective bios. Uh, you know how it works. But find the Discord. Come hang out. We got a bunch of people in there. It's a lot of fun. We got a before and after robot. If you're new to Discord, this is a perfect one to get in. It's free. You can hang out, chat, play this game. We're going to be doing some video stuff in there as well. Coming up very soon. And working on getting some like digital online, never seen it shows going on as well where fans 
can play the games against each other, get on teams, win some prizes, that sort of stuff. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Get in that Discord. That's going to be where you find out all that information on that. And in, enjoy the episode. Uh, myself, Kyle Ayers, has never seen Weekend at Bernie's, but I rewrote it. Here's my script. And please enjoy Dave and Mike. You can find them online. Tons of good stuff. Mike's got an album coming out, so go follow him there. Dave's got a couple albums out. He's got his album, and he's got the little guy, the uh, LP. So go, go check him out. Here we go. This is the end of it. I don't know how long it's been going. This thing's set to bars and measures, so we're at 80 bars. Who knows what that is? Hope you're, everyone's good and safe and doing what you can. Thank you for listening. I didn't hit spacebar yet, so it didn't pause. Here we go. This has never seen it. I'm here with Dave Ross and Mike Carosa, two friends. Hi, boys. Hello. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what this podcast is, if this is somehow your first episode <laughs> and you've somehow made it this far in without any questions, <laughs> this is a podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before. And we read them. Today, I have never seen. I thought it was time I jump back in. You know what I mean? I got to write yes. some, so it's not just the leg work on every. I have never seen Weekend at Bernie's. Love it. Um, I, I don't know if y'all have. Have you guys seen Weekend at Bernie's before? Uh, I yes. have not. I have not seen it, despite it being in the like the popular lexicon of like a thing we all kind of know what the whole plot is. It's just never right. been something I felt like I needed to see. Right. Yeah, Mike. That. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's. I know someone. I thought I know a lot yeah. about it. I don't know if, if I nailed anything that actually yeah, happens. Yeah. Uh, you guys both have the script. Correct? I love so, that you were um, agreeing with Mike earnestly, but like accidentally, it sounded like super snarky. Yeah, Mike. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. No, yeah, man. Yeah, great, dude. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for talking. Great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna unmute Dave. Dave, now it's your turn to talk. Perfect. We're going to do, we're on that raise hand system okay. here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I It's been a while since I've written one. I, I, if I go through what I haven't seen that I've done on here, uh, Black Mirror, Vice. Oh, the Vice was a good one. <laughs> uh, the Exorcist. Um, I can't remember what other ones I've done, but this is another one we're adding in here. I missed kind of a lot of these late 80s, early 90s. I think it's just because my parents aren't big on movies. So there wasn't like a, I wasn't like six, seven. I've never seen E.T. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Back to the Future until like a year oh, ago. Uh, I've never seen The Goonies. I've never seen Hook. I kind of like all of those non-prestigious but like well-known movies from when I would have been. The kind that people would shame you. The kind of like movies right. that are perfect for the premise of this podcast, which is like. Yeah. Like a bunch of kids hanging out watching a movie at a sleepover type of movies or like the first non-animated movies I would have uh-huh. seen, I guess. Yeah. I sort of just missed I'm out I'm right on there with them. you, I'm buddy. Gonna, yeah, I'm kind of like that too. And I can also say <clears throat> being like that is cool because you then um, – you now f- have real opinions about those movies. Like, for example, almost at a basic level, The Goonies is a terrible movie. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> terrible, it's like not good. Um, it has the whole structure of a movie and the kids are cool and I like monsters and stories, but it's like not that great. I guess it's uh-huh. not terrible, but it's not that great. But it has all the stuff for kids. Um 
Yeah. And uh and yeah, so now people are like, oh the Goonies, and I'm I'm just like, I yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't Yeah, I don't really have a, there's not really a ton of movies that I nostalgia love. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like Encino Man is the one. <laughs> and, than, and that's not even in the same yeah. genre of these sort of like made for kids who are probably ten to fifteen. I don't Damn, even know dude. Weekend of Bernie's was rated. I I'll bet you there's Tom, an eight year old out there that fucking loves Encino Man. Like uh yeah. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this is this is my friend, the weasel. <laughs> I can think of one. The Sandlot was one where it was like I remember it fondly as a kid, and then Space Jam that I don't think I'll ever rewatch now because I I think I'm going to be too hurt to realize it's not good. Yeah, those I have both seen before. <laughs> well, yeah, People your dad famously has only watched fa- Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. People seem to be saying that Space Jam is great. I haven't rewatched it since I was a kid, but everyone now in like the general zeitgeist of our world of like uh, politically active, but also I just made a video about my butt. People on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. people all seem to think Space Jam folks. is great. Oh, I think it's definitely a movie people like to be a fan of. I. I think I'm going to try like I'm probably eventually going to watch it again but I like I definitely remember watching it too much as a kid and um I only developed a brain way later in life so I like uh you know it was all base feelings and being excited about cartoons and stuff and then you know cartoons could maybe mesh with the real world that's an exciting prospect and um yeah no matter how big you are, you can get sucked down a golf hole. That's always something good Dude, to that, know. Do you know that, what I mean? Uh, that gave me hope for my my uh, my career path as an escapist at that time. Just uh, like an escape artist. <laughs> an escapist. Wrong word, but okay. <laughs> Wor- worst artist. Well, who's a worst artist? Escape or pickup? Okay. No, all right. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to hit my paper loud enough on my desk where it sounds like I'm like going back through my monologue jokes. <laughs> We'll fix it in post. Um, imagine that's my note. Yeah, uh, don't want to have to edit anything out of the episode. Uh, 23 minutes and 8 seconds in, if you can add paper tapping loudly onto the desk sound effects. I found some online, but you're going to have to edit around the uh, copyright noise. Um, <laughs> that's the note you right, so I, to the edited. This script, yeah, this script is too long, but we're going to get through it. Uh, it's a long one. I'm going to cast a little bit here, but some of it I'll cast as we go to not reveal Ooh. any uh, spoilers up top, if that yes, makes sir. sense. Um, so here we go. So I will do the stage directions, the wall to wall. The wall to wall, baby. Dave, you are going to play Jimmy. Damn right. And you are going to play... Uh, um, Candace as well. Jimmy and Candace got it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mike, you're going to play Arnie. Yeah. I will play Bobby. Right. Mike, you're going to play Uncle Bernie. Fuck yeah, dude! And then I'll cast everybody else if there if there's anyone else once we get to them. I, I got remember. I got both characters I got so far are R N I E's the Arnie and Bernie. The I like it. Ah. Yep. I dig it. I wanted to make it easy for you, so all of your characters in an R N I E, both and of them. And then you're Bobby, and I'll be Bobby. And, this is nice. And who's uh, everyone? You are Jimmy and Candace. 
Uh, that I got someone skyping in for that <laughs> for the character everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's actually my friend E. It's my friend Eve R. Yone. And so she'll be skyping in for that. Get out of here! <laughs> you fucking nut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so how do you guys feel? Are you ready for for weekend of Bernie? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> all right, we'll get it next year. <laughs> yeah. we are. You can catch it all on part two of this podcast. <laughs> Dave, are, Dave and I are genuinely like the the spirits on each side on each shoulder today. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah guys, totally. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely in the mood That's to okay. be a little dark, and Mike's like, "Yay!" I'm just um, stoked to see friends all the time. <laughs> uh, well, I'm excited I'm like for Mike to read the okay. First- We'll tell you what, Mike. The first half of the script is for Mike. The second half of the script Mm. is for Dave. Um, Oh. Here we go. Weekend at Bernie's, never seen by Kyle Ayers, based on people using weekend at Bernie-ing as a verb. (laughs) Interior. High school hallway. Day. We begin, we open on a typical high school for the end of the 80s or the beginning of the 90s or whenever this movie came out. (laughs) A brick building with former slave owner high school engraved in granite (laughs) above the front doors. (laughs) A school bell rings. Are you guys hearing that like jittery audio thing? Is that just me? I'm hearing hearing, like, "Eh, eh, 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 eh." it might just be my cable. Okay. I'm not hearing that. Anyways. I'm not hearing that. A brick building with former slave owner high school engraved and granite above the front doors. A school bell rings. The camera cranes through the outside double doors of the brick building and into the bustling hallway of the school. It's in between classes. We pass a couple making out. A few jocks in letterman jackets are punching each other in the face to get hyped up for the big game. (laughs) The one black person at the school walks by and says something that at the time felt like inclusion but was actually stereotyping. Like that's jive or something while he does a complicated handshake with somebody. (laughs) We crane past three blonde girls putting on makeup at their lock. They shut their lockers and reveal a scrawny boy at his locker fawning over one of the girls. The camera catches a look inside his locker to reveal way too many photos (laughs) of the girl. Photos that indicate a one-sided relationship clearly problematic by today's standard, but taken as cute and harmless by the standard of the day. We should keep a closer eye on this guy, but we continue on. As the camera pans to the center of the hallway, around the corner walk Jimmy, Arnie, and Bobby. Three members of the not cool but not really nerds or anything crew. (laughs) Jimmy, Arnie, and Bobby are the type of guys who are generally the protagonists in these circa 1990 high school comedies. Some guys with no real discernible features. The straight man type, if you will. Everything sort of just happens around them. Sort of like Jerry Seinfeld and Seinfeld. And like Seinfeld, these guys are also hoping to date (laughs) high school girls. But but unlike Seinfeld, these guys are also in high school. (laughs) The three guys are laughing about something, and we pick up their conversation. We pick up the audio from their conversation. Oh, yeah. And, Jimmy, I hope you don't think we forgot. Forgot what? Bobby opens his backpack and pulls out an entire cake and smashes the whole thing into Jimmy's face. Happy 18th birthday, bro. (laughs) (laughs) My prerogative place. The guys laugh. The bell rings. Oh, dang. We got to get to algebra. The three guys run into the classroom that they were standing right outside of. Maybe they didn't need to be so urgent about getting to class since it was right there. (laughs) Interior. (laughs) Classroom day. The guys sit down in their usual seats towards the back of the classroom. There's a bustle as everyone settles in for class. So what are you doing for your birthday? Anything wicked? Actually, yes. Listen up. The guys lean in close to each other and Jimmy starts whispering the plan. So here's my idea becomes only whispering. <laughs> At first, the guy's not along, but then after a moment, they can no longer understand what Jimmy's saying. It's only whispers. <laughs> love song, love song by The Cure begins to play. It's continued. 
Jimmy continues to whisper. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Jimmy, but you're going to have to speak up. We can't hear a word you're saying. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought this was a situation where I whisper the plan, but we all understand it. And the camera pulls out while a hit song from this time period plays. Camera? Anyways, so my uncle is going to be out of town this weekend. <laughs> Let's throw a big party at his big-ass house in the good neighborhood. Hell yeah. So what's the plan? Jimmy begins to whisper again. We fade out. Exterior. Jimmy's uncle's how home. Night. The three guys are standing at the top of a hill overlooking Jimmy's uncle's massive home. Jimmy is holding binoculars, taking in the spectacle that is the mansion. Pool. Hot tub, two doors next to each other that both open like they're one huge door. You know, rich people shit. Jimmy scans the house for any signs of his uncle, but he sees nothing. It's going to be perfect. I flyered the entire school. I bet a hundred people show up tomorrow. I need to have a line here to round things out. The guys make their, <laughs> the guys make their way down to the mansion. They get to the front door and Arnie pulls out a crowbar while Jimmy and Bobby stand by. He lodges it into the crack of the front door. I'm just going to use this to jimmy it open. What? I'm going to jimmy. What? No, the door, not you. I'm going to jimmy the door. Me, the door? Jesus Christ, fine. I'll just, I'll pick the lock. Does anyone have a bobby pin? <laughs> Did you say no, my name? No, God damn it, a bobby pin. I, I don't Holy wrestle. Shit, I hate this. <laughs> just as the, just so you know, I picked their names before I wrote nice. that bit. Uh, <laughs> just as things need to progress in the plot, just as things need to progress in the plot and move away from this watered down who's on first joke, the front door opens. It's Jimmy's uncle, Uncle Bernie, standing in his bathroom. Jimmy, Jimmy, is that you? What are you doing out here? It's three in the morning. Hey, Uncle Bernie, <laughs> thought you were <laughs> thought you were out of town. I was supposed to go out of town, but I forgot new episodes of Coach were back this week, and I hate getting behind. DVR hasn't been invented yet. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I just love that Craig T. Nelson. A sudden clang. The camera stays on Uncle Bernie's face. A stream of blood slowly runs <laughs> into frame, cascading down Uncle Bernie's cheek, gathering and accumulating on his chin and then dripping off. With a look of serene acceptance on his face, he reaches his hand up to the blood, gets a little on his fingers, and rubs them together. This is the end, and he knows I it. I wish I had lived more, seen more. I worked too much. Is this really... Is this really it? The camera now moves out, and we see Arnie holding a crowbar, one end covered in blood. Uncle Bernie looks at the crowbar, then Arnie, then back to Jimmy. I have so many regrets. There's a long beat. I don't see a light. It's only dark. Uncle Bernie falls to the ground dead. Another long beat. Jesus fucking Christ, Arnie, you killed my uncle. He was going to ruin the party. Another long beat. You're right. Okay, so what do we do? <laughs> we need to bury him. Yeah. People will get suspicious if there's freshly dug dirt. Good point. Well, you cut him up into tiny pieces and <laughs> then use a blender to blend together those tiny pieces. Then take the blended together uncle and pour him down the sink with some Drano. He doesn't have a blender. Not even a magic bullet. Nope. Well, I'm out of ideas. Wait a second. I might have something. So I never told you this, but my uncle owns 
a lot of sunglasses. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy sort of freezes <laughs> and a moment passes. Uh, what is happening? Sorry, I thought it would fade out. What? <laughs> Anyways, so what we have to do is just pretend my uncle is alive. We'll prop him up, put some sunglasses on him, and it'll be like he's throwing the party. <laughs> I like that. It sounds fun. <laughs> totally. Let's do it. The three guys jump up and high five at the same time, and a freeze frame happens. The song Freeze Frame by the Jay Giles Band begins playing. The freeze frame ends. And the guys fall from their simultaneous high five. Upon falling, Arnie lands on Uncle Bernie's head and smashes his skull a little bit. The guys laugh. A montage begins. We'll let Freeze Frame keep playing. A montage begins of the guys putting on various sunglasses onto dead Bernie, some goofy outfits, and just a lot of hilarious antics happening around the Uncle Bernie mansion. As the guys prep for the party and put cover-up clothes on Bernie, there's funny hats, oversized sunglasses, it's all pretty hilarious. A pair of sunglasses <laughs> slip off Bernie's face because that's where his skull got crushed. Everyone looks at Arnie who shrugs and everyone laughs. <laughs> Finally, the guys get everything set up for the party. The montage begins to wind down and they have Uncle Bernie set up in a lawn chair facing the front door ready to greet everybody as they come in. An elaborate rope and pulley system is set up so Uncle Bernie can wave at the guests as they come inside. The doorbell rings. The party guests have They're arrived. They're here. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Jimmy opens the front door and Candace, a hot girl from school, is standing at the front of dozens of high schoolers decked out in poolside gear ready for a party. Everyone at once yells, Happy, Happy birthday, Happy Jimmy. birthday, Jimmy! Oh my goodness, thanks everybody, come in. Candace takes one step inside and screams. Ah! There's a fucking dead guy in a chair in here! Jimmy rushes over to her. What? No! That's my Uncle Bernie. He's fucking dead. His head is all smashed. Why is he wearing a Larry Bird jersey and a straw hat? And why is there one stripe of sunscreen running down his nose? No, no, no. He's not dead. He's ready to party. Look. Arnie, standing on a balcony overlooking the living room, pulls the rope and triggers the pulley system that raises Uncle Bernie's lifeless, limp wrist into the air. Arnie attempts to talk as Uncle Bernie. Hello, welcome to my house. <laughs> <laughs> the lifeless limp wrist goes up and down Jesus again. Jesus fucking Christ, why is there a rope tied to his wrist? Arnie, why are you talking like some sick fucking puppet master? I can see you up there. The lifeless corpse of Uncle Bernie now shits his pants hours later than a normal body does upon dying. Did you dying. guys kill him? What is happening? At this point, the rest of the high schoolers have made their way inside and are horrified. <laughs> Cut to interior, mansion, living room, that night. The same living room, but that night. Police officers are swarming the room for evidence. Arnie, Jimmy, and Bobby are handcuffed. Bobby is isolated from the other two being questioned by police. He looks very nervous. Uncle Bernie's corpse is zipped up into a body bag as CSI officers collect evidence from the front porch. A couple of officers find the pulley system and jokingly reenact the wrist-waving scenarios. They say, ha-ha, can you believe people thought they would get away with this? Cut to interior courtroom day. It's day three of the murder trial. The courtroom is packed with the same high schoolers as the party and all of the other courtroom stuff I don't feel like typing up. <laughs> Arnie and Jimmy sit at the defendant's table with their lawyer. Bobby is nowhere to be found. The prosecuting attorney, uh, uh, um, Mikey, be the prosecuting attorney, is addressing the judge. Your Honor, we would like to call our next witness Bobby. 
The courtroom <laughs> gasps. Bobby enters and walks up to the stand, avoiding eye contact with Jimmy and Arnie. He takes a seat, and the prosecuting attorney begins his line of questioning. Mr. Bobby, you witnessed the murder of Uncle Bernie <laughs> firsthand, did you not? Yes. And the murderer is sitting in this courtroom, are they not? Yes. Arnie leans over and whispers to Jimmy and their He sold us out. He's going to say it was just us so he can walk. What are we going to do? I have an idea. He looks at his lawyer. I'll play the lawyer. Lawyer, get us a recess. I have a plan. Okay. Lawyer stands up and addresses the judge. Objection, your honor. We have an idea. (laughs) What the hell, Amanda? You can't just object because you have an idea. Your Honor, Davey be the judge. Your Honor, we request a 30-minute recess because we have an idea. I'll allow it. This courtroom to adjourn for one hour. I need to take a dump anyways. (laughs) The courtroom rustles as everyone gets up to take their break. Jimmy and Bobby whisper to each other. This should have been Jimmy and uh, uh, Arnie. Artie whisper to each other. Arnie whisper to each other for a minute as the courtroom clears out. I just don't see how this plan fails. Let's do it. Cut to exterior behind the courtroom day. Jimmy and Arnie walk outside to the back steps of the courthouse. Bobby is already there kicking a can around the empty lot below. Hey, Bobby. Bobby is ashamed. His friends saw him selling them out. Hey. It's okay, man. We get it. Yeah. You got to do what's good by you. Thanks, guys. I'm sorry for putting you in jail for life. Like we said. It's okay. There's a beat. Hey, is that Madonna? Arnie... Where? (laughs) Bobby looks away, and Arnie takes this moment to smash Bobby over the head with a crowbar. Bobby falls to the ground lifeless. (laughs) Cut to interior courtroom day. The trial is reconvening. Bobby is on the stand, but now it's just some lifeless corpse propped up against the railing with some sunglasses on. There's rope tied around one of his hands and one one rope taped to the top of his head. (laughs) Mr. Bobby, why are you wearing sunglasses? Jimmy talks out the side of his mouth, doing an impression of Bobby. I like sunglasses and wearing them. Fair enough. All right, let's get back to our line of questioning. (laughs) Uncle Bernie's murderer is sitting in this courtroom, are they not? The boy's lawyer from the back of the courtroom pulls a rope, and the rope triggers Bobby's dead head to nod. (laughs) Let the record show he nodded yes. And who is that killer? Can you reveal them to us? (laughs) The lawyer pulls the other rope, and Bobby's limp wrist raises in the air, indicating that he is the killer. No, are you saying you killed Uncle Bernie? Rope nod again. I've seen all I need to see. This boy here, Bobby, is a ruthless killer. I sentence him to death. Everyone else can go free. (laughs) (laughs) The high schoolers jump up and cheer for Jimmy and Arnie. They always like them better anyways. Bobby was a fucking rat. Don't you forget about me starts playing. Everybody in the courtroom is dancing. Bobby's lifeless corpse pulls down his sunglasses somehow and winks to the camera. (laughs) Cut to black. The end. Thanks, guys. Kyle. Uh, how'd you get the rights to all this music? <laughs> uh, it was a I different time. It, you know? <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> it was $84,000. And I'm, can you believe I only used one second of each of the songs? <laughs> I spent so much money on it. Uh, thank you guys for, for bringing that to life for me. I appreciate oh, dude, that was so this. fucking good. It was really funny. Dave, having seen it, do you mind if I ask you a few questions? About <laughs> you got it, dude. Dave, how do they not, how does everyone not know he's dead immediately? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, 
You there is a there is a great deal of um of what's the fuck what's the term suspension of disbelief yeah yeah the suspension of disbelief is like off the fucking charts with that movie and I think that like. Yeah, and also I think that they advert. I didn't see it when it came out. I saw it later on TBS or some shit. But I think mm-hmm. that they advertised mm-hmm. it as the guy's dead, and so you know it going in. And the joke of the whole thing yeah. is is that people <laughs> don't know. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it is a. I just couldn't fathom everyone not walking in and being like, "Look at that!" that dead. Totally. Yeah. No, His absolutely. Face is crushed. That that was. I mean, you do funny. realize that there is a weekend at Bernie's too, right? Really? Oh yeah, when that is arguably composed no. for too long. That's like I think a bigger movie. Even I think no. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it got it like no is more popular than the first. Yeah, Get yeah, and I don't remember the here. premise. I've seen them both, but I don't. I. I think Weekend at Bernie's 2, actually, I think the premise is that it picks up right where the first one ended. I think that's what happens. <laughs> because oh, in the... F- I like, oh my God. I like when a sequel is made to a movie that didn't intend to have a sequel that picks up one minute yes, after it ended. Totally. <laughs> oh like, you know that thing everything built to? We figured that was the jumping <laughs> off point. <laughs> Um, what the fuck? Oh no, this let's is see. real. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's real. This so I had never Weekend at Bernie's 2 is how I found out about Weekend at Bernie's 1 because it came out <laughs> when I was like old enough to be processing the world, oh you know? It came God. out in 1993, yeah. so I was like 11, I guess. Um, <laughs> um Yeah. I just oh. uh, I'm on Wikipedia for Weekend at Bernie's too, and there's a whole section at the bottom uh, in popular culture, and one thing says "Moving Like Bernie," inspired by the movement of the film's namesake, a style of dance was created called "Moving Like Bernie." Um, homemade Whoa. films huh. went viral on the internet from children to soldiers serving overseas, even professional. Oh man, groups. imagine if Weekend at Bernie came out when TikTok existed. Oh, yeah. God. Can you imagine? <laughs> it would be about the same. <laughs> oh God, I can't believe that's real. I thought it was a one and done kind of deal. No shit. Wow. That's so insane. Wow. So. What I don't know how they end up at the dead guy's house. I assumed it was a high school party. I kind of assumed this was like a no. The high school like, party part was not right, but the general feel of it was accurate. It yeah. was more like this. It was okay. more like um, the main care. One of the main characters. I don't know if they were in high school either. They were just like yeah. I'm pretty sure it was his uncle, their uncle, and they were like, "We're gonna go party at my uncle's place." And then when they get there, he's dead. Yeah. And he's also he's like a really rich, powerful guy. And so they're Mm -hmm. like, people are going to think that we killed him. So we have to. And he's having a big party or he's like he's like a beach guy and people just come over all the time. So that's the first thing that I think that's how it happens is like they're like, fuck, he's dead. What do we do? And then just a girl shows up and she's like, hey, I come here all the time. Hey, Bernie. And then she can't tell that he's dead. Because I guess he sits in that chair all the time. So then there's a party and they like it just evolves into that. I remember there being a mob. Okay, so it's sort of like um, they're just like we have to make it seem like this guy didn't die while we were here. And they're just trying to keep him alive till as they're till they're not there anymore. (laughs) 
Oh, well, that seems legal, though. <laughs> and now I'm reading the uh, plot for Regan and Bernie's 2, and it seems like I'm like trying to read while also being engaged in the podcast, so I'm not really reading. But it mm. seems like the premise yeah. of this movie is that uh, people who work for his company um, – get his body out of the morgue to get him to like pretend to be in a meeting. <laughs> Wait, so they actually do bring Bernie back? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the same body. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, I mean, that's wow. so lazy. That is incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. I mean, it is like how it's like how the dinosaurs come back in the sequels to Jurassic Park. They die at the end of it, and then you come back and like we brought the dinosaurs yeah. back because we had a guy showing up who really wanted to see. Right. It. I mean, exactly. This is this is just like let this be a reminder that even your dumbest ideas can get greenlit and have millions of dollars behind them. That is fucking nuts. This is honestly one of the reasons that I love the John Wick movies so much Uh because like, I mean, it's also great because the plot device they use to drive it is like uh, male pettiness, Mm -hmm. but also it just hyper acknowledges how bullshit a plot device is. It's like Mm -hmm. almost a movie about how you don't need anything to make a good movie. Right. Like the plot device has become almost like a meme from that, from that, you know what I mean? They kill his dog. Yeah. Like it's just like, but even before that, it starts before that. The reason that he, he has to fight those people is that one of them wants to buy his car and he's like, no, it's not my car. And the guy's like, fuck you, give me your car. And he's like, no, what? And then they're mad and they go to his house and then they fight. And then John Wick is like, yeah. I guess I'm going to kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, you really don't. I kind of like when there isn't like, you know, I'm okay with an inciting action just being an inciting mm, totally. action, if that makes totally. sense. You don't really have to like make it this large organic thing that like cr- continues to. I, I'm okay with the guy being equally motivated. I agree with you about that with John Wick. He's equally motivated by these guys. Were, it's, it's sort of like. I'm watching The Sopranos right now again. It's like a lot of the pettiness that comes in that show is just like the tiniest little inciting thing. That There's f- a four-episode arc about whether or not to murder some of the highest up guys in the mob because someone might have called someone's wife fat right. once. <laughs> and so you're, it's like be this huge – it's a, it's half of a season. And it's because kind of, of it. like – it's great because it you definitely don't have to overperform the story, which I, I like as someone who's like – uh, working on myself as a script writer fall mm. into that hole a lot where I like think uh, it all has to connect and it's got to be some overarching statement about the yeah. the place and the people or whatever. Right. And it really life isn't like that. Little things yeah. do happen like that. Yeah. And also, yeah, if you're trying to make a statement, what a better statement than to make extreme things happen as a result of a small thing. Yeah. Because that's really how life right. is. Right. Petty, pointless things can have the fallout of the we've kidnapped the president as a terrorist thing. <laughs> totally. I, I also think, uh, for that example, like, our current president kind of is exactly <laughs> yeah. like this. He, yeah, he, this all happened because one time the previous president made fun of him at a roast for two seconds. Mm, dude. Crazy. And now I also, he's ending the post office. And, <laughs> and ruining your country. Dude, oh, it's I, crazy. Man. I am also 
part of me is like, am I stoked that I don't have a, a visa right now? You bet your ass. Uh, but but I'm also kind of like, damn it, I wish I was further in my career for me to have been able to get it. It's like that of dumb course. thing. Nah, here comes, this is going to be the time to get a US visa. They're going to be handing those things out. It's going to be going the other, they're going to be, it's going to be going the other direction. It's going to be tough. I'm going to be trying to go to Toronto and they're going to be like, what are you trying to leave for? What are you trying <laughs> Mike, to you know what I've you know what actually I'd never like, understood about you and your desire to be in America, dude? Is it like you watch the news, man? Yeah. Just just come in through Mexico. There's no wall. <laughs> you, you can just come in, man. Yeah. I, right. If you go far enough, Mike, if you go far enough north and keep going north, eventually you'll be coming into America from Mexico. That's yeah, a fair dude. bet. You know, I'll, uh, I'll have to dress for all the climates, but I'll get there. I'll you walk, need to watch, there's For everyone listening, Mike lives in Ecuador. <laughs> there's this great movie. There's this great documentary about, uh, about that. It's called Coming to America. It's about how Eddie Murphy started in stand up uh, <laughs> <laughs> he and arsenio hall uh, came uh through mexico yeah. and um yeah that's why they have that all red leather suit <laughs> <laughs> big 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 uh, trend in mexico they, that suit yeah that's also another movie i've never seen coming to america coming mexico to america. Yeah. mexico the movie i was waiting mexico i've never seen mexico i've never seen coming to america <laughs> uh, i'm not a subtitles guy <laughs> yeah, I get it. Okay. I don't want to see American subtitles, you know? <laughs> um, uh, I don't turn on English because there's not an American <laughs> subtitles thing to go on. If you turn on American subtitles, it just makes everyone talk louder in the movie. It's all caps and lots of exclamation points. Right. And uh, yeah, it says BRB and, and instead of be right yeah. back, and they're like using emojis. And every now and then it just says, I hate you for no reason. <laughs> it just changes the movie to something that has more freedom in it, you know? Uh, yeah. And no matter what it, yeah, no matter what you're watching, it makes you watch The Floor is Lava, yeah. <laughs> which totally. is fun. Uh, but I was thinking, <laughs> I came up with an idea for a Floor is Lava show, like type of like camp, and it's called uh, Dish Drying Jenga. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Where everyone does this, there's everyone has way too many dishes they need to to clean, and then they can see who can put the most on the little drying rack before they fall over. Great for quarantine. Uh, that's a lot better than mine. Yeah. I have uh, I have I have this one. It's called the ceiling is ice. <laughs> it's where you can touch the ceiling but it takes you a little bit to get used yeah, to it totally well and if you like you could you shouldn't lick the ceiling is the whole thing but everyone but that's wants what to. i want to do <laughs> right because here's the here's the problem they start you off with a warm drink right uh, and you're uh, like fuck dude yeah and the only ice hot. in here is on the ceiling i gotta get up there i know come on i want the ceiling oh hold on a second wait 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 we have to say this because you had a good idea copyright 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 now no one can steal it no yeah. one's allowed you haven't heard my idea the area where your head is when you're sitting on the couch is a fine temperature <laughs> uh, it's how that area right yeah, in the middle well, feels the good. middle oh. of the vertically the middle of the room is great uh, <laughs> i heard that one I just got, got picked idea. up <laughs> I, the reason they picked yeah but they picked it up too high and it got cold because you know what the ceiling <laughs> oh, is get out of here. we'll be right back i got an idea for a for a very similar uh game show it's called the toilet is full of shit <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it, who, who's gonna flush it uh, I'm not uh, doing it. I'm not doing it. Take your name. Take my name it. out of your mouth. That's <laughs> yeah. my. Every confessional is. I'm not here to make friends, but God, man, I hope one of them does it though. Yeah, you know? dude. It wasn't me. I'll like whoever. That's the show that yeah. whoever 
flushes the toilet gets kicked off. Yeah, yeah. One, <laughs> one guy but doesn't the get problem. the show. Right before they started shooting, everyone ate a bunch. Oh, no. Right. One dude doesn't understand uh, um, the show, and it always ends with him being like, you guys are just a bunch of fucking pussies, man. And he flushes, and then they drag him away. <laughs> <laughs> the, they have to hire bouncers <laughs> to drag him away, and then they shit in the bowl again. <laughs> and the winner, what the, what you win is you get to headline every improv for a hey. year. <laughs> <laughs> ba, 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 Look, ba, we're socially ba. distancing our crowds here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've One of the things I really so love about reality for shows. people who don't know for people who don't know what headlining is, it's what uh, it's who used to go last at things called shows. For people who don't know what shows are it's uh things i used to get to do when someone more famous dropped out last minute uh, <laughs> oh man oh, you shows are now that? uh comedy shows are th- thank you kevin are pollock th- for getting me some weekends at some various improvs by having other conflicts arise <laughs> <laughs> wow that's nice yeah good for him it is nice of him. yeah i once uh headlined on a sunday at american comedy company in um San Diego because Arsenio Hall didn't want the Sunday <laughs> and like look I was happy to do it and it yeah. was super fun but um man yeah. I don't know I'm a weird one to fill that gap you yeah. know I'm not sure yeah <laughs> I, I headlined a su- Sunday there once when TJ Miller had to cancel and people still showed up expecting him and I think some people watched the whole show thinking I was wow. <laughs> like I think it went the entire time and because they, you know, what he's behind. They're like, it's the guy who was behind the camera in Cloverfield, <laughs> and they're right. like, that could that could be him. This is like pre Silicon Valley, yeah. and like pre because for a little while he was like a huge fucking thing yeah. after all this. Right, right, right. This is like for that. Wow. You know uh, what I mean? He, they're just looking like at you yours. do stand up. <laughs> they're just watching you do your set, and they're like, this guy, yeah, this guy seems like he'd call in a bomb threat on a train. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just because I kept doing it the whole set, they kept um, trying to put subtitles on your set but because you're it's an american it's all american flag emojis that's what they're used to when they watch tj miller movies hey guys we got to uh uh bring the mood down with oh yeah dude i fucking love games games. before and after these are all fuck games Uh, Uh, so how this first games work is sex uh so this first game is called before and afters you guys know how it works two movies have been smushed into one movie i will read you the smushed together plot you guys try and tell me the smushed together title are you guys are we working together are we put competing i know people ask this all the time but i kind of like the idea of working together i like being let's work together let's do it yeah buddy and if you get them right i have my new congratulations it's a goose toy i forgot i bought on instagram for 99 cents oh wow hey you're gonna mail you're gonna mail that to us and we'll get it next year (laughs) every time you get one right i will mail it to you that's how long the post office is taking is i forgot i had bought it and it showed up and i thought it was like a weird I was like, is this because I've never seen Top Gun? <laughs> yeah. Um, that was like uh, all right. Get pretty stuffed. wild goose chase. But, uh, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. You Dave know. fell out of his chair after that one. <laughs> I died. I'm dead. <laughs> Dave, Dave flew away home after that last one. Yeah, um, yeah This is the first case ever of the stork taking me back. You know? 
Oh, wait, I, I get I get no respect. Oh, wow, Dave, Dave, you work at, yeah, you work in that one late night at the comedy store. What's happening? Uh, I guess the you go uh, for the store. I'm a, that's so funny. I uh, I have a I have a little bit of a tough life, you know. Uh, I'm actually the f- uh, the first case of a guy who the stork took back. Thank you. Hey, hey, oh, oh, hey. <laughs> Thank you. You should have seen him trying to wrap me up in that blanket. I'm a uh, very big uh, the stork. Uh, he had a hard time carrying me. Anyway, I gotta go. My toilet is full of shit. <laughs> I'm about to lose a game show over my, here. That's how much my mom I knew I was coming because I was the only stork being carried at low altitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's my question with these storks. Uh, how do they carry the fat ones? You know what I mean? I was such a big baby. This stork showed up. He got biceps like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but I get no I can't respect. think of who would be buff like then. Arnold Sh- Stork schnigger, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I like if know. Arnold were That's a bird. the thing is that I know. <laughs> if Arnold were, hold on a second, wait. He'd be like, hey, uh, uh, I'll be flat. <laughs> Do you think birds are all just hanging out and they say hmm. letters? Are we bringing that one back? I ruined the riff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. You didn't ruin the riff. We had just both emotionally moved on, and that's not your fault. Yeah. I'm still back there. Oh. Here we go. Number one. Okay. Hasta la vista, babies. You know? That's this that's the stork taking you back. Welcome to backup, baby. He's, he's carrying the baby. That's very Hasta funny. la vista, baby. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the vista. Anyway, do you want to play that song again? Or <laughs> do it again. Do it. Do a it, do ruthless. It, do it. Pr- you know what? We will do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Stork. <laughs> oh man, for making fun of orn- early morning radio DJs and their soundboards, it sure is the only thing that's brought it's me. It's very fun. Uh, it's what my entire podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Before and after number one, a writer becomes fascinated with the lavish lifestyle and past of the wealthy pollinating insect that he moved in next door to. Okay, wait. Okay. Please say this again. A writer becoming a writer becomes fascinated with the lavish lifestyle and past of the wealthy pollinating insect that he moved in next so door. So B movies in there, right? I I haven't seen B movie, but I guess Me neither. That's, well, Jerry Seinfeld, I, any character he plays has to be rich somehow. So that's what I'm going off of. Pollinating insect, we got bees, right? So B movie. <laughs> yeah, but I, okay. That's what I'm guessing. Is it B movie, Kyle? One of oh, them is wow. B movie. Okay. I I guess I wanted to hope that it was a different movie about bees, but I don't know why. Um, <laughs> you talking about bees? Okay, please say it again one more time. Yeah. Kyle? A writer becomes fascinated with the lavish lifestyle and past of the wealthy pollinating insect that he moved in next door. To. Oh, I got it. Uh, the Great Gatsby movie. Oh wow! Yay. Yeah, we did it. Team Mike I didn't, and Dave. Uh, remember, yeah, that was a lot. I helped a lot. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't remember anything about. I didn't remember that was the plot of Great Gatsby. Toby Maguire. Um, it's one of those things that, like, you don't know, like a lot of those early literature things where it's just sort of like rich people interact right. and understand mortality. It's hard to like write down the actual plot mm-hmm. to something right. like that. 
Uh, here we go. Number two, number two. A ruthless prospector feuds with a preacher during a civil war that pins a precious pink gem at the center of a father's quest to save his family. Uh, so it is it. Well, I think I got it. Is it yeah. there will be blood diamond? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, That's nice. what I was going with. Yeah, buddy. Hell yeah, dude. Perfect. All right, here they're getting a little bit harder. Nice. A down on his luck street urchin scrounging by is granted his wish to change his station in life by appealing to his bosses by finding the perfect dunce to bring to their annual event. Okay, so dinner for schmucks is wow. the last one. I've never even seen that. And uh, say it one more. A down on his luck street, street urchin. urchin. A down on his luck street this urchin is- scrounging by is granted his wish. To change his station in life by blah 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 the plot you already guessed. I'm I don't. Yeah, it's dinner is the yeah, or din. But or, that's not. Yeah, that's not. I'm trying to think what else ends in dinner or din. Yeah, yeah. Like the secret guard dinner for schmucks, but I don't know if that's a movie. You know what I mean? A street urchin. Yeah. Down on his luck, street urchin. Um, I've never seen Garden State, so is it guard <laughs> dinner for schmucks state? It's not guard dinner. Uh, street urchin is a tough one. Street urchin's like throwing me for a yeah, loop. Yeah, that's like he is actually called the character. The titular character of this movie is called exactly that. In the oh, movie. what the fuck? Called a street urchin. Whoa. Oh. Oh, Aladdin or for schmucks. Oh, Aladdin get out of dinner here. for yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. wish. All right, Genius. here we go. One more to go perfect to wrap up the podcast with a perfect record. Here we go. Last one. A Ruth Oh, that weird. A socially inept teenager with a bizarre family decides to help his new friend prepare for his folk trio's reunion show. Oh, whoa. Folk tree is that a mighty wind? Would that be uh mm-hmm. okay? And uh the first bit I don't know. What's the first part? What is what is it again, Kyle? Socially a socially inept. inept teenager with a bizarre family decides to help his new friend prepare for his folk tree. A socially inept teenager with a bizarre family, and it's like my is the Yeah. Is what well, it or like mighty, or but like uh, that socially inept teenager with a bizarre family. What's bizarre family? The Adams family, <laughs> like yeah, Beetlejuice. But it wouldn't be that. No, it wouldn't. Uh, or Easy A is the other thing that came up because it's bizarre to see such a happy family together. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Which they're so great. Coraline. (laughs) Coraline. Coraline and I did I do that. Yeah. uh, The bizarre family part is really tripping me up. This was another one that was tough to decide the plot to. Right. Bizarre, inept teenager. Socially inept teenager with a bizarre family tries to help his friend with his reunion. Yeah, I mean, it's. uh, Let's see. It's probably yeah. What's a what are movies about socially inept teenagers? Um, Is it Mega Mindy Wind? <laughs> no, no, it's not. I want to see Mega Mind though. Uh, <laughs> Funny. <laughs> socially inept teenager. That's really tripping me up. Is this one of those like John Hughes? This one movies? sounds really good when you say it. No, but it sounds really good to say. You ready? Uh, Is it an here? acronym? The name? No. Damn it! Fuck yeah! yeah I Fuck. guess I just want to hear All it. All right there. All right, we're looking for Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> cool. 
That rules. I've seen Dynamite Wind. Yeah. That, that's good. Dynamite Wind. Nice. It sounds like something. Uh, a very. The, thing, the problem like, is, I don't know, you guys are like familiar enough with the show. Really like old and weird would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Napoleon like, Dynamite. You guys are familiar Wind. enough with the show <laughs> to not expect it to be that good. <laughs> like, there's, like they, they rarely do they come together and sound well, like in that perfect of a before a lot and after. dinner they're for smacks like, was pretty good together. well there's a couple of them don't sell your podcast short Thanks, it's Mike. a good podcast it's a fun time don't you dare do it come on okay <laughs> i'm too much all right everybody well that's it for us it actually is but it felt like i was joking <laughs> <saying it was. laughs> Uh, but that is it, guys. Thanks for oh, coming buddy. on the podcast. I could do and, this all and, day. And thank you for having uh, reading my script here of never having seen Weekend at Thanks Bernie's. for having me, Bobby. Weekend at Bernie's. This is good. Dude, thanks so much for having um, us. Yeah, Bobby. Every time. It's of so course, fun. Tell, t- tell everyone where to find you and going on and sort of stuff like that. Announcements in life and, and that sort of thing. Dave, let them know where you're at. Uh, I am at Dave to the Ross, D-A-V-E-T-O-T-H-E-R-O-S-S. My website's davetotheross.com. Uh, on my website, you'll find links to my, I have albums and I sell merch and I have podcasts and, uh, some of it's free and some of it costs money. It's all there. All funny, all fucking hilarious. How thanks buddy. I, if you're not, if you're going to be modest about it, I'm not going to let you cause it's all fucking killer. <laughs> Dave well, Ross is good. so fucking funny. His album, the only man who has ever had sex is one that you if you haven't heard it yet, you're only doing yourself such a huge disservice that I don't think you deserve to be so unkind to yourself. Please get his album, listen to it, and enjoy it. It's wonderful. Um, and his podcast Mike is my is. publicist, and he is on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just love it. All right, buddy. Mike, you're now unmuted, okay. so tell everyone where to find you. <laughs> uh, uh, no, Mike, thank you. That's so sweet, man. Thank it's you so, so funny. It's really, really good, and I really want people to Thanks, love dude. it as much as I do. Um, I'm Mike Carroza. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. And I've got my my own debut comedy album coming out September 4th on Blonde Medicine Records. It's called Cherubic. It's a really dumb, fun time. I'm a fun, silly boy, and I hope you like it. <laughs> uh, I'm a Canadian comic, and uh, I hope that you guys enjoy it. It's so good. Oh, fuck Canada. Get it, get it on iTunes, please. Oh, I wish I could right now. I yeah, wish yeah, I yeah. actually could right now. <laughs> then I then I might be able to get that dual citizenship. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, so my album's coming out, and I also have a podcast called Bummer Boys. It's uh, stylized like a bad hardcore band, so it's X Bummer, X Boys, X. So if you just look at X Bummer, all in one word, you'll find it. Uh, it's a podcast where my co-host and I talk about songs that made us sad that week. And uh, Dave's done it. It was a good time. We just have a it's, fun time doing the show. Yeah, it's really, really fun. Great. So Dave's done it. Uh, it's everyone on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, guys, go find us on the Discord if you want. It's, if you go to the Never Seen It show on Instagram or Twitter, you can find a link. We're going to be uh, starting a live show on the Discord, Discord called uh, Fart House Cinema, where I'm going to be playing prestigious movies where I've added between 100 and 120 farts, and whoever can guess how many farts I've added in wins prizes. Uh, our first one is going to be the movie Drive with Ryan Gosling. So if you want to watch Drive, Drive and watch along with everyone with farts in it. Find the Discord. Uh, and we got merch and stuff. Just never seen it show on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us there. Thank you guys very much. You fucking nut. A podcast network.